2: What is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? Thank you for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back. Thank you so much. And if it's your first time here, welcome. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamehra, joining me as always. Corey set from the great white North. Is it still very white over there, Corey?
1: No, it's very uh, brown, uh, very muddy uh, right now <laughs> in the great white North because those uh, four or five feet of snow all melted in about two and a half days. Oh, uh, yeah. so the the river is
2: getting very close to flooding, but I think we're gonna be okay. <laughs> Ooh, I hope so. Get to higher ground. If not, uh so you've entered mud season. Um mud we season, are <laughs> right. here in the uh the United States South. We are very familiar with mud season. Um, so uh I uh good Godspeed to you during this, and hopefully no flooding. That would be not not a good thing, but I'll tell you what is a good thing, Corey. We enjoy uh, we we enjoy doing the show when it's the pair of us. You know, we go back and forth. We've got our rhythm, but it's even better when it's not just us screaming into the void about Van Halen. When we are joined by awesome guests, and we have an awesome guest tonight. Tonight, we are joined by fan of the show, Robert Cato. Did I say your name correctly? You did. Thank you. Yes. Welcome, Robert. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here.
1: Flattered, flattered to be, an honor to be here. Appreciate it. Sorry you
2: had to wait so long on the list. No, no, hey. <laughs> sometimes, something, you know, it's, it's a testament to uh, how adamant and uh, supportive our audience is that uh, everyone wants to be on the show. Everybody wants to talk Van Halen. That's awesome. But, you know, when everybody all at once joins on the list, the, the list grows and it keeps on growing and it just keeps going. And then, you know, Corey and I like to throw in a few live shows here and there, a little special shows. So that kind of takes precedence but again thank you for your patience we appreciate you listening and we appreciate you now being on the show real quick though Robert as of right now it could certainly change by the end of this recording what's your favorite Van Halen tune
5: It's a tough question I always <clears throat> it I, is yeah I I struggle with that I'll say from the Dave era probably dance the night away um from the same oh. era uh probably 5150. And nice. I'll, I'll even give you a Gary one without you, um, but that changes. <laughs> that. I love them. I love them all. So it doesn't. You know, it's it's such a difficult question to answer. Of all hey, the I Gary, Gary era without yeah, yeah.
2: I was about to say of all the Gary era uh, tunes to pick, you pick the best of the bunch oh. so far. We well, I don't know. We haven't we haven't covered the entirety, if you can believe it, of Van Halen three yet. But uh, surely, surely we are nearly there because I. I you might be a fan of that album, but famously, uh, I am not. So I know. I know. Cory yeah. <laughs> and I were talking about before you got
4: on. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes,
2: I mean that's fair. That's fair. But, we have three uh,
1: songs uh, left on Van Halen Three. Uh,
2: Enthusiast. Three songs left of that one. That's well. Yep. That's fitting. Very fitting. One I um, want: Josephina and Year to the Date. All jams. The one Pretty I tunes. want is the uh, the last one, so that we can be done with that album, because <laughs> I fear I, I fear I'm a little too harsh on it. And I don't like to be harsh on on any Van Halen, really. But you know I just got to call it the way my ear calls it. And, you know, that album just disagrees with me. So uh, we shall see, though. We'll see what uh, what the wheel has in store for us this evening. Uh, it might be yet another Van Halen three track or it might not. We'll see. Uh, Corey, what have we got going on in the world of Van Halen news? Anything from the news desk to talk about?
1: Absolutely. Everyone should go check out the Van Halen news desk at VHND.com. Um, there's a, a interview, a, a, well, a highlight of an interview coming up with Sammy Hagar that I think dropped uh, April 26th, just talking about uh, his relationship with Eddie Van Halen and how uh, he's uh, quote charges Eddie more than ever uh, nowadays. So you may want to go uh, check out that interview. There's a snippet of it on uh, Van Halen news desk. Also um, there's a great article by one Eric Senich about the lasting legacy of fair warning. Uh, So everybody, especially uh, Fair Warning fans, go seek that out. It's another great, great article uh, by Eric Senich. Uh, Absolutely fantastic. He talks everything about the the album art, the the musical turning point. Uh, Edward, of course, uh, all sorts of good stuff there on uh, Fair Warning. And there's even a a little interview with uh, uh, guitarist
2: Mark Kendall. Uh, Mark Kameyer, do you know what band Mark Kendall's in? Uh, Well, you put me on the spot and, of course, my brain uh, starting to blank, but I'll know as soon as you tell me, what is it? great white i know of course you know why you know why i knew that name uh felt familiar uh there's a nashville local who is now the uh young a, a younger uh young man uh sings for that band right now so oh, okay. uh yeah yeah uh, i believe his name's brett something but yeah
1: well I, you know, I just know that you're you're younger so you probably wouldn't get that one older guys like robert and i we know that <laughs>
5: yeah and i think didn't mitch Malloy make a stop with that band right before the current singer
2: Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Probably another Van that's Halen another
5: tie. The
1: right. so Six Degrees yeah. of Van yeah. Halen.
2: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's a, there's a, yeah, that's a fun game. The Six Degrees of Van Halen. There's probably <laughs> that uh, might get a little more, um, not, I don't want to say challenging, but a little bit more fun and intricate than even the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. And that, right. if you've ever played that game, that is quite a, not an easy feat. No. You
1: know, there's an idea for future shows. Maybe we should play Six Degrees of Van Halen.
2: Maybe we should, and uh, <laughs> if you want Corey and I to play the Six Degrees of Van Halen and make it such an intricate game, you know what you should do? You should head on over to. Sorry, there's ghouls in the in the house right now. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Is Mariano uh, there? Uh, <laughs> no, I think he's he's hiding in your basement. Um, but I was going to say, you guys should head on over to our Patreon. We have a Patreon. And if that is something that you would love to hear and love to even get involved with, go to our Patreon, find a tier that's right for you. And we can make that happen. We absolutely can. Sounds like a fun idea. So if you guys want to see it or rather hear it, uh, let us know, head to the Patreon and get involved. It's like, it's, it'll be a good time and it'll be worth it because if nothing else, we'll be entertaining as hell.
1: Well, I would hope, but maybe we should let the folks know uh, who our current patrons are. We got a lot of them.
2: Ah, we're gonna read the patreons or the patrons rather uh, right off the yes. bat. Let's do that. Let's read I, it right so... off the hop. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, big old special thank you uh, to those of you who are already contributing to our Patreon. Our patrons are Rava Flave, big fan of the show. Uh, our friend Josh, also Greg Zito. Uh, you know, keep that name uh, in the back of your brains uh, for no reason in particular uh don detello our wobbo and cabo fella chaz charles uh another i believe uh van halen three enthusiast but i could be mixing him up with somebody else and if that's the case i'm sorry chaz uh uh sean McGinnity from sean geek and fast rip podcast thank you kevin brown you know who kevin is he's probably lurking hi kevin uh per Lenniker and scott monroe and let's not forget ryan powell there you go thank you all Thank you all for your contribute uh, your your contrib- contributions. I can't. Speak. There you go. And- you found it. <laughs> Your generous donations and uh, uh, contributions is basically what I was trying to say. So there you go. Thank you all. Uh, Like I say, you guys uh, get on over to our Patreon and contribute, even if you don't want to be on the show or uh, if you have no show suggestions, but you still like what we do enough to keep the lights on, keep us going. You can do that. Go on over uh, throw a few bucks our way. No big deal. And if you don't want to do that, buy some merch. We love merch. Our merch store is ever growing because we keep coming up with really ridiculous bits and uh kevin brown the aforementioned kevin brown is always uh uh enthused to put those together for us so go check that out oh speaking of which can you see that i do see that (laughs) yeah
4: that's our new From wet for alex design yeah that's going
1: to be uh joining the t public store very soon thank you, you kevin brown
2: oh thank, man. You. thank you kevin we knew <laughs> we can always count on kevin uh to the the listeners that can't see this uh stay tuned uh go to podcastlerock.com check out our merch store very soon you will have our wet for alex t-shirts <laughs> oh boy that's god you know what sucks i'm gonna go He's broke the in our own store, just we're just—it's just growing, and I have to have every bit of it. So you don't—you don't, you don't oh, get a free sample as a, as a. No,
1: I wish. <laughs> but but the, the the patrons are helping because my kids—they run yes. through the merch so quick. They work to school every day, and like dad, I need another hoodie. Dad, I need another sweater. So yeah, I'm spending money hand over fist at the merch store, which I guess isn't a bad thing.
2: Not a bad. We, we thing. get at like eighty the, yeah. cents. <laughs> hey, any bid helps. It all adds up, my friend. And, it, and at least they are at least at least your kids are promoting the show in the very uh uh the best way that they can. So That's we right. appreciate the the Morissette clan, the whole whole lot of them. <laughs> so speaking of uh uh people that we appreciate and adore, we love our uh tweeters shall we say are, are people that contribute to Twitter uh in the uh in the comments they talk about our polls they have the insightful information because sometimes these polls these the rock and polls as we call them uh are divisive and then sometimes they are uh very one-sided but uh, we always like to hear the mentality of you all when voting for the track last week last week we discussed the full bug from diver down and uh, pretty uh, pretty much went the way I expected it. We have an astounding 86.6% of what the dreams are made of and uh, only a 13.4% the dream is over. Um, actually, I probably expected it to be a little bit more uh, not even per se. I expected this one to go over, uh, but I didn't expect it to be that over. Did you have uh, any sort of estimation on how people would vote for this song, Corey? Well, yeah, looking at kind of how uh, similar songs uh,
1: fare, uh, like Ice Cream Man. uh, It definitely had Ice Cream Man vibes, right? Uh, That one was Mm -hmm. 86.5%. What Dreams Are Made Of, 13.5%. The Dream Is Over, so very, very close. So yeah, this is right in the wheelhouse. I was just looking at the totals for Diver Down. Uh, We have four tracks left on that album, but uh, with the the current vote results for the full bug, uh, we're currently at 82.13%. What Dreams Are Made Of, 17.8%. This Dream Is Over, so... Uh, a lot of diver down fans out there.
2: Turns out, yeah, that's uh, that's I kind of mentioned last uh, show that I think uh, the people that might not have been so hot on this album, eh, you might want to give it another go because it is surprisingly very positive in terms of where uh, people are finding the album, despite the fact that it's what people call the covers album, and uh, based on what we've been hearing, they don't dig the covers well. Based on the votes, yeah, you do, or uh, at least uh, a lot of you do. So I'm one of them. I'm definitely. I don't think I have. Uh, no, I'm looking at it right now. I have not voted down a song from this album yet. Nope, uh, that, neither. That, that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, that could always change, maybe. But uh, so far, so good. So let's see. Uh, let's let's hear what everyone's talking about. Uh, in you know, we got the, Robert on
1: here first. Uh, maybe let's ask him, uh, Robert. What are your thoughts on Diver Down, and what are your thoughts on the Full Buck? I mean, Full Bug is a jazz. It's, it's one of those uh, like deep cut kind of jams. I remember on the, uh,
5: Oh seven tour first, you know, first time coming back with David Lee and they played that, uh, here I'm from Detroit. So they played that here in Detroit. And, uh, it just, it was, it was like, wow, they're playing, they're playing full bugs. It's cool. Boogies, easy top type, fast paced, um, jam. And you know, one, one thing too, I'm looking at the data, something about diver down that's interesting. So two of the covers being pretty woman and dance in the streets are, are a little bit on the low end compared to where have all the good times gone, which, I wonder if some people don't even realize sometimes that that's a cover. I've encountered quite a few people over the years that didn't realize it was a kink song. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, that's but,
2: a good point. That, yeah, then, very much so.
5: The highest scoring song of all time, Little Guitars, so far. That's right. Off a of Diver Down, which is, gosh, that's one of the which best. Which
2: is shocking to me. I don't know. Really? For for I mean, no, it's a great, great track, but it's just it's, the fact that it's so high uh on the list here is really shocking because i'm pretty sure this voting uh score outbeat like jump yeah. uh, i'm pretty sure it beat out uh oh, Jump by well. quite a bit
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Unchained so, was the big one for me uh we, we called unchained like the ultimate van halen song right and yeah uh, the Can fact agree that it that? beat unchained or uh, ain't talking about love even is another one right ain't talking yeah. about love was only 91 percent little
2: guitars 98 percent. i figured it'd be in the 90s but not that high not that high yeah but uh i mean goes to show you well i do recall uh, a lot of people had been manifesting it for a while and Mm -hmm. uh when we when we finally landed on it i guess it just made everyone happy so um but i'm not gonna knock it because great track like i say so um but good insight uh we appreciate that robert so there you go uh moving on to the uh to the twitter here and hey I'm going to read out some tweets uh, by our Patreon members because uh, if you want your tweet guaranteed read on the air, go on over to the Patreon. You can do that. It's right there. So easy. So going over to our friend Ryan Powell. He says, A song that highlights Ed and Al's swing roots with a hard emphasis on the two and the four in the groove. Great short solo with a killer turnaround. Ed, Al, and Mike in unison. Right? Right. Uh, To lead into the, checks notes, harmonica solo, which does nothing but add to an already great song, hashtag what dreams are made of. I know, and I guess the results are in, Corey. Everyone loves bluesy Van Halen, especially if uh, David Lee Roth is going to throw in his uh, highly bluesy sensibilities to it. Oh, and that harmonica solo was killer. Like, uh, it really is. And,
1: uh, Robert mentioned earlier ZZ Top, were a, a big influence on Van Halen. I've been listening to a lot of ZZ Top this week, and he yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, got very reminiscent of ZZ Top. So um, I, I love that Van Halen swing because it just reminds me of ZZ Top so much. But uh, who doesn't like a good harmonica solo? I do a, an Aerosmith podcast, too. Whenever Steven Tyler brings out the harmonica, I get very, very happy. So Absolutely. I know there's a couple of comments that are kind of like, Ah, you know, yeah, harmonica solo, you know, it is what it is, but I thought it was pretty fucking killer.
2: I thought so too, but uh, you'd be surprised how many uh, non blues traveler enthusiasts there are out there, Corey. So, not everyone is so gung ho on the harmonica as it turns out. Why you got to give me the runaround? Come on. Uh, I was just going to say, you you took the words out of my mouth, Corey. (laughs) The hook brings you back. I knew I liked you, Robert. Here we go. Uh, Chaz Mataz says, This is the Van Halen flavor I rinse with. Yes. So glad you've come around on this album. Good work. I know. I'm telling you, Diver Down is uh, – people need to give that a a full spin and a more thoughtful eye, I think uh, – uh, or not eye, an ear, rather. Give it a give it another listen because so far, Diver Down is proving to be uh, a top-tier album based on how you guys are voting, so just throwing that out there. Uh, and you Greg... know, coming into this, I would have said that uh, "Driver Down, for me, I
1: favor the covers more than the originals. I've completely flopped on that now. I, I favor the originals <laughs> more than the covers, well,
2: which I is one of the favorite.
1: nice uh, – nice surprises of doing this show. I I didn't spin Diver Down a ton uh, before we started doing this show, Mark, and now it's on my turntable all the time.
2: See, there you go. Yeah. Uh right back at you. So, uh, Greg Zito says, agree with, uh, uh, uh PSL Shutterbug Brad Gould, our, right, uh, uh one of our, one of our uh, guests from last week. I agree that's with right. Brad who said, that's the VH sound. It's instantly recognizable. The song swings and the harmonica adds a great element, uh, a good song from a good album. Well said and completely agree. So, mm-hmm. Moving forward here, Kevin Brown, friend of the show and shirt designer, says, It's fine. I think it's a little phoned in on a rushed album, but it's got Eddie's turbocharged Billy Gibbons swing to it, and uh, the band sounds good. I just never feel like they really fully sell it. Would be a third option song for me. I'll say uh, the dream is over, but only just. Wow. Kev. Kevin's got some hot breaking,
1: takes, absolutely.
2: Breaking hearts and lighting farts with that uh, t- that hot take. I mean, I just, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine, Kevin. It's fine. But uh, wow, I of all the people I would have expected uh, to be in the 13.4% of uh, this voting result, would not have guessed Kevin. Would not. Kevin's got some weird taste. I tell you, if you listen to this week's
1: uh, Backtrack theme music, uh, he picked a song by Furniture. Uh, from the movie some kind of wonderful so uh, kevin has a very eclectic uh music spectrum that that he chooses from so uh, i'm not shocked that this one didn't quite make it in there i'm also very happy we don't have a third option because you know grow some balls you know pick <laughs> and he picked he did he said uh, this dream is over i know in his queen show uh he, he said oh maybe we should add a third option like don't fucking add a third option like come on don't do it make it a make a out. choice
2: for fuck's sakes yeah <laughs> either is or it isn't there <laughs> is uh There is some uh, hostility happening between. I'm all riled up, right? It's Tuesday night. (laughs) I got some whiskey. Did you get your record yet?
1: No, I haven't. Kevin, you're great. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it
4: is.
1: (laughs) Actually, I'm going to see Kevin here in a few weeks uh, in Saskatoon. I'm going to pick up my album. And uh, I guess this might be a good time to break some news, Mark. Uh, It's going to be the week before we go live again. We're talking about going live end of May on a Friday night. And we're gonna go live right here, right now. We're gonna spin two, maybe three tracks from the new reissue live right here, right now. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh one of our patrons, I can't remember if it was Ryan or Scott, f- forgive me, guys. Uh, said, uh, can we make one of those choices? One of the the new cuts. So that's like Eagles fly, the stream is over, that kind of thing. So I I mm-hmm. I think we should probably make that happen for him.
2: That sounds doable. I think I think we absolutely should. So Be on the lookout for that, that, you guys. Yeah, that's going to be a very, very fun time. Uh, Moving on, uh, our Wabo and Cabo man himself says, this song is probably my favorite on the album next to "Hang 'Em High. I mean, come on. They even make the harmonica sound rocking, as is Eddie's guitar sound and Michael's background vocals. This song is what dreams are made of. So, again, no argument there whatsoever. Um, Harmonica is always rocking, though. Come on it can be it can be but again as i said there it turns out there's a lot of uh non-enthusiasts of that instrument out there i don't know why i guess i don't know what
1: i tell you i I grew up on the blues brothers and when elwood would open up that briefcase
2: that was handcuffed to his head and and Uh then take out the harmonica, i popped every time absolutely my dad saw them live once and they did that and he said it was the coolest thing ever and i was like man i'm so jealous
5: And that that, that awesome. you know how it leads into that breakdown too after he's done with the harmonica where Eddie just starts playing that little blues jam and, and Dave and mm-hmm. the way Dave and Ed go back and forth, it, 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 I don't know how you can't love that.
2: <laughs> exactly. So Uh, Scott Monroe says, I called my shot. Woo! I wanted to manifest this track because as I've said before, I have a growing appreciation for the Diver Down album like Little Guitars. This is another one that gives me vibes of rolling down the car windows on a hot summer day. And he goes on to say when the full band kicks in, along with Dave's high energy shriek. It's a relentless boogie rocker that sizzles and goes in unexpected directions. I love the bluesy sections and harmonica solo—a great layer that really elevates the uh, an otherwise classic-sounding Van Halen tune. #Hashtag What Dreams Are Made Of. Very well said, and completely agree. I believe I even said in my uh, uh, final notes review that this sounds like fun Van Halen, um, you know, harmonica or no. Regardless, it's uh, it is it is an extra flavor. So right there with you scott thank you let's see uh at regarding lulu that's chaz says down voters on this one get the best part of van halen driving right up the old dirt road this song is every nasty thing van halen stands for your party pass is hereby revoked seriously you are not cognizant of what the van halen credo is this is it I believe Chaz, he's speaking to you, Kev, or I believe Kevin Chaz is speaking <laughs> to you on this one. So, oh man. And uh, you know, you know, it's just, great.
1: And, and they're both patrons. So in our discord server, which if you're a patron, you can join our discord server. They could yell at each right. other. We could just sit back with a big bucket of popcorn <laughs> and uh...
2: <laughs> it's just like, it just enjoy the show. Um, yeah, I'll just read a enjoy. couple, couple more from here. Uh, our friends from dissect that film uh been on the show as well Mm -hmm. says uh diver down was one album i didn't listen to as much as the others uh this song was always one i went back to anytime i made the journey to this album it has everything solid lyrics great rhythm and eddie slang as usual also dave's badass harmonica playing i love it so there you are that uh that's yeah i mean ah, man kevin why (laughs) it's like i guess it's i guess it's one thing if uh if we know that with the down voters i guess just don't speak up we're so used to that they never explain to us why uh and then when we finally get our wish now i'm just sort of baffled but you, you know, know what? it is
1: i i got some homework for kevin because on kevin's show he's resorted to um after they like play the song and break it down they play it again uh just all the way straight through so i'm i'm challenging kevin brown listen to to that song again the full bug completely straight through without our commentary without anything just pop it on on your turntable if you have it on vinyl if not put on your headphones and just appreciate it and uh you you may have a slightly different opinion
2: well said. There you go. And, uh, and finally I'll uh, read this one from a friend of the show and uh, uh, a frequenter on, on Twitter. Usually most of the time, Heath McCoy says, yes, I manifested full bug when I was on the show uh, for me, neck and neck with drop dead legs for greatest Van Halen, deep track bands on fire with the blues into speed, boogie and Roth's corner. My dog best part, uh, best part of a man. uh lyric is cock off the walk, cock of the walk rather. Uh, is cock of the walk, sexy and inspired. I love it. Sorry. I made a mess of your tweet there, Heath, but basically he's very enthusiastic. Uh, he says, what dreams are made of hashtag what happened to Heath Murphy? Uh, and and <laughs> that is, that's a little inside joke, but you can find a t-shirt of that on our merch store. That's so right. Go do that's that, right. But.
1: You know what? And and there's there one more. I just want to reference real quick because oh, sure, sure. Uh, uh, when you tweet something, how can you tell you never, ever listened to the show? This fella, Doug K uh, tweeted what dreams are made of. no, the song is called dreams and it, and the dream is over are so much better than the full, what something nice. or another bug. First of all, we know what the fucking song is called. It's just our, our voting. Uh, we, we just took the clips for, for, for voting purposes. So you can tell you never, yeah. ever listened to the song.
2: Yeah. Tell, tell me you've never heard the show or the song yeah. without actually telling me. And I love, I love Chaz's response what what
4: (laughs) (laughs) because that was uh yeah
2: very nonsensical but uh uh, doug k uh well since you don't listen to the show obviously you won't hear this uh maybe you should uh maybe we'll tweet it out like hey just listen to the show it's fine Uh, But that's our tweets. Uh, Again, if you want the uh, tweets, if you want your tweet, your response, read on the show guaranteed. Head on over to our Patreon. Become a member. Let us, uh, you know, give us some support and uh, show us how, uh, you know, lend us your voice rather. Uh, We're happy to hear it. We're happy to accept all. So there it is. Now, there's one thing left we have to do before we get into the show. The show as it is uh and that is the favorite part of it manifestations that's right we're gonna manifest what we want to hear tonight so robert cato you uh you've been very patient and you are now on the show uh and i i did ask you what your favorite van halen track was and that was a difficult one so instead of asking you that again simply put What song do you want to discuss on the show? What do you hope the Wheel of Destiny, Doom, or Fortune is going to spin tonight that we can talk about? I mean, the obvious choice would be Dance Night Away because I said it was my my favorite, one of my favorites. But I'm
5: going to actually manifest, hear about it later for my brother who got me into Van Halen when I was a kid. It's his favorite song. Um, he asked me to learn it and on guitar and I did, and he was so happy that I did. And, uh, it's just, it's one of their great, great tunes. So let's, let's go for that one.
2: All right. There you go. Corey. So let's see, you're, you're evading the floods. Uh, the, the winters have, have ceased. It's now just mud. What song will possibly get you out of the muck that you are surrounded by? Well, I've had a song in
1: my head all day and you're not going to believe this, but I was thinking uh, because Eric Senich wrote that great article on fair warning, I should pick a fair warning song. And the one I've been trying to get forever is hear about it later. So I'm going to double manifest here with Robert. We're going to try and put all of our powers together and get "Hear about it later on there. I thought originally, ah, should it be a Sammy tune? We've had some, a string of Dave's here, but uh, because of, of the fair warning article and our good friend, Eric Sinich, I thought a little hear about it later, We'd hear about it later, excuse me, would be the way to go. So Mark Meyer. Are you going to go mm-hmm. Sammy? Are you going to go Dave? Are you going to go Gary? What are you thinking for tonight's manifestation? Remember, you called your shot, what, two, three weeks ago? So you uh, yeah, still got the hot like hand, yeah.
2: Yeah, but well, it was, it was my one and done. I think we I think we know that until we get down to like maybe the final four and I just get lucky by press, process of elimination. Uh, this might shock you. I am not going to manifest a Sammy tune, actually, uh, as oh. much as I would love to. Uh, and if we landed on one, I wouldn't be mad about it. Well, depending on the song, I'm going to manifest a Dave era soon uh, tune. And it's going to be one from all the way back to the beginning from Van Halen. One, an album I I love is near and dear to me. And I want to hear you really got me. That's what I want. All hear. right. You're, you're saying it's about time we got you really got me. I mean, like it's. there's no use i I figure if i manifest some some other uh era of van halen uh since we're not getting so much from the fuck album like we want uh maybe if i start manifesting the other ones uh more songs from the fuck album will come our way because sometimes the wheel does this that way so you know it's there's a strategy here but also i would love to talk about that song gotcha
1: so good. all right. Well, I, I think I hear Sammy warming up, Mark. If
2: you're ready. Right yeah, now. all right. He's mad that uh I didn't choose one of his songs, but he'll, he'll get over it. Uh Robert, if you're ready, Corey, if you're ready, and uh if Sammy's ready to go, take it away.
1: <sighs> all right, uh Robert, pick a number
2: between one and five.
1: Five. One, two, three, four, five. That's how many times we shuffled the wheel, and here we go. Here we go! <laughs> oh no 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 oh it's year to the day from van halen three it just knew because we all picked the dave track we were getting van halen three you talked about it too much at the beginning of the show mark i
2: know i did this and i just want to year apologize to, to most of the listeners not all of them because there's there's enthusiasts uh i believe robert's one of them um, i am one of them yes you're, you're one of them so uh uh okay I have no context here. I can just, I'm groaning merely because uh, we don't have a great track record uh, when it comes to Van Halen 3 and our uh, enthusiasm. So, Robert, I'm just going to ask you, without showing your hand too much about this song, uh, what, what exactly can you tell us that we can possibly uh, expect what are we in for are we in for uh, a miserable time or are we in for uh, a surprising time what, what do you got i i think you'll be surprised it's it's definitely um
5: it's 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 almost like eddie's epic it's uh it's a long very bluesy i would say go with 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 an open mind uh, the solo is amazing um and I, I already, I have a feeling I know what you're going to be uh, <laughs> commenting on once we listen to the song, but uh, oh, no. keep 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 an open mind, and I I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. It's um, Eddie was going for something with this one, and the solo is I mean it's it's as it's, it's, it's as bluesy as it gets for him, um, and and you know Alex puts down this uh, this line in the back while 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 he's doing it, and I don't know, it's just a jam when they did it live on the three tour. Uh, it mm-hmm. was it was really, really amazing to to see him in that element, because you didn't normally you're used to Eddie being this, you know, flamethrower and, uh, you know, kind of going nuts, even with the, uh, you know, let's say like we were talking earlier, like full bug. Uh, and this is a much more slowed down, you know, kind of blues jam and there's a groove in the
2: back and I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> keep an open mind he says like all right I'll keep it open but uh like <laughs> a ranking endorsement I will, <laughs> I, I will, I will say though yeah I, I look I believe it or not I try to keep an open mind uh with with all of these tracks uh especially from this album and uh it just every time i do it just burns me but uh uh I, you didn't make a compelling sell though when you said it's a long uh a blue track trek and like oh boy how long are we talking here are we like how many say i long or uh, uh yeah uh, once long because that was that was hella long and if if this is anywhere near that amount of time we might be in for a bit of a sludge uh um what about you you got anything to add before we check this song out
1: eight minutes and 35 seconds that's how long god (laughs) are you serious it is is the longest song van halen ever put out yeah
4: oh boy
2: okay well okay this is me and uh, you lurkers can confirm this is me putting on my hat of open mindedness this is this is me this is what i'm doing i'm doing it it's on so I am curious. I am, optimistic cautiously. and I'm I'm just very much looking forward to hearing what this song may have to offer that uh, and I have nothing, I've, I've got no context to go on here other than what uh, Robert has shared. So it could be anything. I, I could be surprised. I could be pleasantly surprised. I'm going to go into this as optimistic, optimistic as I possibly can. But I don't waste any more time considering uh, how long we got to go on this one. So um, I'm ready. Uh, Robert, if you're ready, Corey, any last words before we. Well, I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, anything more to contribute before we listen to this? I tell you
1: what, people might be falling asleep, and the song is so long, we better get playing it so we get this show done in time. you're right. (laughs) All right, this is Year to the Day from Van Halen 3. Mark, you got to be pretty happy with that, don't you? That's a good
2: start. I do like that intro, that's very cool. Very, uh, very, I I hear the uh, the blues inspiration, but it's very uh, Eddie noodly, uh, you know, that he is one to do from time to time. Um, okay, not a bad start so far. It's not bad,
5: a lot of pull offs, and he's got that. Um, yeah, he, he liked uh, he liked that flanger harmonizer thing on this album on a couple of songs.
2: I can. T- oh yeah, that's yeah. that that sound that effect comes back uh, many times uh, in Van Halen's repertoire, and if uh, if you're listening closely, you will hear it. <music>
4: Slowly away. harvest moon soon will pass crop is gone left only
1: chaff. Right. I, I come from a, a farming community, so harvest moon soon will pass, crop is gone, left only chaff man that hit home
2: um this is gonna sound silly i'm sure um left only chaff what uh by chaff he means what when you swath the crop when you're actually picking
1: up the crop that's the little bits that's left over in the field it's the chaff ah okay my grandparents were farmers i was not not a lot of farming in uh, tennessee mark in in national no there is just uh not not for me personally So I, I was getting kind of once
2: vibes, but better once, if that makes sense. Uh. Yeah, I am so <laughs> glad you said that because yes, I completely agree.
5: And, and one one thing is at this at this point, notice that he's singing. So a lot of people say with on Van Halen three that maybe Gary was pushed to sing out of his range at times to sound like maybe a previous singer. And here, mm-hmm. this is more how I think he normally. Like if you listen to Extreme, this is what he sounded like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and, and to me, just, that's
2: one of his great talents is his voice is amazing. And that you know, here it's being highlighted, I think properly. No, no, I agree. I, I get no traces of any sort of often we've said, it sounds like Gary's imitating on this album, mm-hmm. uh, whether he was forced to do that or not unclear, but, uh, this, I, I find no imitation with this one. This, this sounds like Gary. Oh. And he's singing the hell out of it. Sounds great.
1: Yeah. Sounds like you'd be awful, like waiting for the punchline or something. Exactly. Right. Yep. Very reminiscent of extreme. Yep. I tell you that's kind of a promise of what Van Halen with Gary Sharon could have been, had they done like another album, right? Like, uh, aside from the production, which is kind of thin and kind of hollow, like, you know, they sound great on this.
2: Yes, actually. I'm, I'm, uh, color me surprised so far. Um, I know we still got what, like five minutes left to go, but, uh, 544, color, yeah, 544 color me extremely surprised so far. Um, Again, with this, this as you say, Corey, this is uh, definitely sounds like a, a promise of what could have been. Which, uh, if if I end up on the positive side of this track I- in the end of it, I'm it's still going to upset me a little because <laughs> where did it go wrong after that? You know, like or like with the rest of the album for me, like where where did it all go wrong? Like this, this so far sounds like something that you could have worked with this, you could have expanded on this, but. Um, yeah, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, a very strong start. Um, a lot more kind of a uh, slow, and it's not sludgy. It, I mean, it's giving me like sludge stoner rock vibes, even though it's it is not by its definition. And just just with Eddie's effects alone, it's not it's not sludge, but uh, it's giving me those vibes. And we don't hear that from Van Halen often or ever. And I'm not mad about it quite yet. So interesting, yeah. Not- I'm
1: getting more like uh, the, the deep blues. It's almost like a house of the rising sun type vibe in, in yes. the chorus there. Well, right? they, yeah. it, it sounds very reminiscent no. of that. Yeah.
5: I think too, on this one, you know, I agree. I know Eric's been on the show, Eric's finished quite a few times. And oh, yeah. we've come to learn that maybe part of this album or all this album, you know, the other band members weren't as involved as they should have been. But if you listen to the bass line when Mike comes in to me, that clearly is Mike. That's not Eddie playing bass at that part. When the chorus starts, that sounds like a, a Mike bass groove. And you wonder maybe this song was actually one that was involving everyone in the band, and that's why it sounds like good Van Halen, maybe comparison to the other tracks.
1: Interesting, yeah. The information mm. we've only ever had is that uh, Mikey only played on what two or three tracks on this one, right? He played on yeah, uh, yeah, "Without You" and uh, "One I Want" and uh, "Fire in the Hole." But uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, unfortunately, the you know Eddie Van Halen knows, and he's not with us, and and Mikey knows, and he's not really talking, so yeah. <laughs>
4: so
5: So the other, the other shame about, about the production on this is, do you hear all the harmonics in the background? I mean, Eddie's actually going nuts in the background and it's, you have to like strain your ears to hear it because he's almost buried. It's, it's really odd. Um, It is really a shame that, you know, it was, it was mixed this way and maybe, maybe one day it'll get remastered the, the proper way. But if you, if you really listen to what he's doing in the background, it's, it's, it's classic Eddie going crazy, you know, harmonics everywhere. Um, but you don't really, you don't get to appreciate it because it's so far back in the mix. It's, it's just strange.
1: And Eddie, in essence, produced this record along with Mike yeah. post, who's a TV I composer, know. but
4: all right.
2: yeah. yeah, you would I think he would be all, all in your face about it, but you'd think yeah. it's not yeah. law and order, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mark, what do you think about the lyrics? Because Gary's really painting a picture here. It's not very literal, but he's kind of creating a tone poem here that that's really kind of working for the, the, the groove of the song.
2: Makes me wonder if he had these lyrics ready, uh, prior or, uh, like maybe this was going to be something he brought to the group and says like, yeah, I'm really proud of this. Like, check this out, whatever. And, and maybe they're, they're like, okay, maybe we'll find somewhere to put it, I guess. And then when Eddie started this, uh, kind of slow Epic, uh, that were this slow burn rather right now that we're getting, uh, I mean, he's like, I can make this work. Um, I could be completely mistaken on that process for them, but it just, it sounds to me like this one, he put a lot of thought into it. gives me vibes that perhaps this was something he had just kind of written on his own. Um, maybe he reworked it when it became a song, but uh, cause it's not uncommon for lyrics to just be written without music added to them there. You know, you save them for a later date um so maybe maybe we've got something there going uh all i know is yes i really dig what he's what he's saying on this one
1: tell you what it's a far cry from the uh, swagger of david lee roth isn't it no oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know th- 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 this is song about a guy who lost his love a year to the day whereas mm-hmm. david's singing about you know get on your knees and you know uh all sorts of unmentionable things <laughs>
2: among among other things that uh dave yeah. sometimes he's talks talking about the full bug about.
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the the mirror opposite to the full bug, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Now this one feels personal. This one feels really personal to uh, uh, to Gary in some form or fashion. So, like I say, I it I, obviously a lot of thought was put into this. So uh, so far, I'm digging it, and it's fitting the music and the, and the tone of the of the song itself, just the structure of it. So yeah, so far, kudos.
4: Bye.
1: I tell you just when you think he's going all 1970s Billy Gibbons he puts in a run there where it's like oh yeah that's Eddie Van Halen
2: <laughs> yeah i was going to say it's uh there it's sort of like uh the the feeling of emotion that is for me is all over the place and that just or not even emotion just the thought process because it sounds like th- this it, this is the section of the song where Alex and Eddie are just are literally just two dudes uh on stage at a blues club and they're like i don't know play shit while people are drinking they're yep. like, oh, okay, and so the both of them are just kind of like, all right, improv. Here we go, and then uh, they're just because they're both obviously uh, Al is holding down the the rhythm, and he's you know because he's got to keep that thing uh, structured, but he's doing his own thing as well. Like he's putting in little extra little flavors, little extra things there while Eddie is doing what Eddie does. Uh, and the moment he busted into it, I go, Oh, we're getting one of these, we're getting one of these solos from Eddie. It's been a, it's been a moment, uh, a hot moment for us, uh, since the last time, uh, we covered one of those, uh, these kinds of little runs that Eddie goes on. But, uh, while he's playing that it's like, Oh, okay. He's, he's given us, uh, this good soulful blues, uh solo but also he's like well wait no no keep it rock and roll though like i gotta keep that van halen tone keep it <laughs> rock still, and roll it's so I'm still Eddie so Van Halen yep. yeah yeah he's he's <laughs> he's giving you he's giving you the the particular like scales and the runs but then you know he's he's throwing in uh the pinch harmonic squeals you know he's doing the little the tap uh the fretboard finger tapping you know he's he's letting you know like it's still me still smiling Eddie uh even though this is heavy like this song is heavy material um they're playing heavy, too, although maybe not heavy in the sense of what modern day heaviness sounds like, but th- it's heavy. This is a heavy tune, and uh, wow. that is, uh, I mean, he he's pulling out basically all the stops. The only thing, the only thing this solo was missing, and I bet if we re listen to it, I would still hear it somewhere, is a dive bomb. There's probably a dive bomb in there in the mix yeah. somewhere, but that's that's like the, the only thing from a Van Halen or an Eddie Van Halen solo that was missing in here. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that I didn't hear it. I'm just saying, well, what else are you going to throw in there, Eddie? And yet it, it's not distracting. Like it's not, it's not so distracting that it's taking you out of the, out of the song, which, you know, he, he has been guilty of of that maybe once or twice in some of his solos. Um, this, he's still staying within, uh, the structure and ah, God, that's impressive. That's extremely impressive.
5: I, I think on this one too, it sounds to me like he's using the neck pickup, which was pretty rare for him. Uh, you know, but I think on this album, he did that a little bit more. And then also I remember around this time, he was pictured a lot in interviews and magazines holding a, a Wolfgang that P nineties. And I don't know, there's, there's hmm. something a little bit different about the tone in this one. Um, if you listen to him when they played it live he was using a, a regular Wolfgang it sounds a little bit different but there's something about the tone on this one that makes me wonder if it's it's one of those uh, prototypes that's got the P90s and, and for sure to me it sounds like he's using a neck pickup
1: could be could be so that's interesting I thought the tone was a little different on this one so that's a very good observation mm-hmm. Robert.
4: yeah yeah
2: That sounded like Gary's trying to subtly come back to the song, you know, whatever. And then Eddie's like, "Nope, I'm not done, motherfucker." Still yeah. playing, <laughs> <laughs> just like just he cut him off entirely. It's like, like um, oh, okay, okay, my bad. I'll just come in. I'll come back in on the chorus. He loves. Sorry, sustained. I had to point that out. He yeah. loved that sustain in
5: the late '90s, definitely. Yes, he did. <laughs>
1: You know, at the risk of getting yelled at by uh, Kevin, uh, who uh, who does a Queen podcast called Seaside Pod Review, which everyone should check out, it, this kind of reminds me of like, this is Van Halen's Innuendo. Like Innuendo is a very long track from that album and very British sounding. And I, I kind of get an Innuendo vibe uh, listening to this one here, especially uh, the last hmm. couple of minutes here of the song.
2: That's an interesting perspective. Uh, you, I, mm, it's It occurs to me that I'm not extremely familiar with uh innuendo so maybe i need to go check that out oh, later great and, song. I'll, uh, great and i'll song. get back to, i'll get back to you on that on whether or not i agree or disagree but both of your both of your uh analogies so
1: far have been spot on Corey. i think
5: yeah, innuendo, <laughs> wow or or, well, rising sun, or rising sun no both of them you're absolutely right
1: i'm two for two Take let's Robert let's make work. note of yeah, the date two two. everybody <laughs> it was may 2nd he
5: <laughs>
2: was right twice or was right twice <laughs> yep
1: Get it, Mark? Because 365 is how many days there are in a year. I'll shut up now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I get it.
1: Year to the Day from Van Halen 3.
2: Mark, did we bits, turn the
1: tide for you?
2: That last bit sounded like they were about to launch into uh, a, uh, another portion of the song that was going to be different, but it was like ch- tack on another three and a half minutes. Like, oh, no, don't do that. Well, um, you, know, you know, what's funny is in
1: concert, and we'll play how many times did Van Halen play this in concert, but this this song would launch into the guitar solo.
2: Ah, well. I believe it. I could see that. That'd be uh, an interesting transition. Um but there you have it you guys. Uh, year to the day. That's that's a year 365. 365. Man, he yeah, I okay. You know, he had me on the lyrics and, until he busted that out. Like, okay, dude, we get it. We know how many days are in a year. Like, okay, you're, you you you've made your point. Stop it. So there <laughs> he was suffering um,
5: so much. He wanted to make sure you knew that number, right.
2: you know, I mean, yeah. uh, clearly, uh, clearly uh, again, this, this sounded like a very personal song. So, yeah. uh, you know, not to take anything away, uh, not to downplay it in any, any regard. Apologies to Gary, but I don't know. That last bit was unnecessary. <laughs> um, speaking of that last bit, there was a, there was another part, uh, in the last chorus or maybe the chorus right before, uh, where I thought Alex was just going to go off. Um, but he didn't. He 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 almost. It almost sounded like he wanted to, and just decided, nah, nah, not the venue, not the time. I'll do it later. Not the
1: song, yeah. Not the song,
2: yeah. Not this song. Maybe later. But uh, a year to the day. Panama's coming is,
1: up. three. <laughs> yeah, Panama's coming. Like,
2: I gotta save it for Panama. Save it for Panama. Yeah, there it Exactly. Is. Yeah. Um. Well, Corey, another Van Halen three song down in the books. We are. Yes, we're nearly sir. there now. I think. Was that two more left? We got two more two left. Two more left. Yep. Yeah. But uh, now comes uh, the part in which uh, we bring in our final verdict on whether this song uh, lives up or goes down. Robert, you are our guest tonight, and you are also the one who, uh, out of the three of us, the more positive on this album as a whole. So, uh, I have to ask, I think I know your answer, but I'll just ask because it's what we do. Is Year to the Day... That's three, six, five, 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 five. Uh, is it what dreams are made of or is the dream over?
5: Yeah. Like, like I said, you're going to, you're going to have a hard time ever getting me to download anything, but you know, with this song um, I just, I just think it's uh, yeah, it's, 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 Those are very good analogies. Like I said earlier, Corey, it's, it's, it's they're epic. It's uh, whether, you know, there was, there was some times where Eddie would say that uh, when he met Gary, it was one of the first times that someone brought lyrics to him first. So he wrote a song around lyrics. So that was a good point, Mark. Maybe that's what happened here. Uh, I'm not sure, Uh but to me, um, one of the, one of the best tracks on the album uh, I love seeing it live, just seeing Eddie go, go, go off. And, and they would sometimes even extend it a little bit during the solo. And it, that's another great analogy is it would almost be like Ed, Mike and Alex would kind of go off into this blue blues bar scene, like from the whiskey days and just kind of go off on this jam. Um, and, and, you know, it's the whole uh, falling down, you know, uh, you know falling down the stairs, but somehow landing on your feet, you know, Eddie, Eddie blue solo, uh, which is amazing. And I thought the lyrics were great um, at the end. I liked the 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 callback where you know Gary would kind of scream and then Eddie would play something on the guitar to kind of call back to him, uh, and then there was other pieces where he was pulling back from the solo again. Uh, I actually think now that I I remember thinking about this years ago, there's parts of the solo that I think are are reminiscent from Mine All Mine. There's a couple of uh, licks that he has in there that I remind me of some parts of Mine All Mine, but I have to look at that. So no, I, I just I think it's it's one of the great songs, um, and I love it so definitely a thumbs up for me
2: there you have it one vote yes uh which doesn't happen often with van halen three so you know even now so uh, we'll see how the rest of this goes Corey, i throw it to you man uh you uh you're you're usually pretty optimistic uh you're more optimistic than i am as you say i hate everything uh and so (laughs) my question to you though is uh did year to the day pass your uh optimism test or did it just fall down like once <laughs>
1: I dug this song. I, I, I like a good epic every once in a while. Like, yeah, it's not typical Van Halen party rock, but that's okay. They're that, that good. And that diversified, they could branch out into different things. And, you know, this harkens back to kind of the blues influences of Van Halen, like early ZZ top and, and things like that, or house of the rising sun. Uh, I, you know, this album desperately needs a remix. Uh, I think even Gary said that in interviews, right? If this got the remix treatment, like the the Sammy Hagar catalog is about to get uh, with Van Halen, I would, I would be uh, all for it. But uh, you know, what's not to like, like you said, lyrically, this is one of Gary's better efforts on the album uh, that we've heard so far musically. It's fantastic. The solo is amazing. The ending reminded me of best of both worlds where you have like the big, uh, you know, kind of like the big band, uh, extra and then you just got any kind of playing guitar uh, as it kind of fades down. It was kind of the same thing here. So anything that reminds me of innuendo or, or best of both worlds, I'm going to upvote. Absolutely. 10 times out of 10. So the question now remains Mark Meyer Oh my God. Did you like another song on Van Halen three? This is the big question here, folks. Is this what dreams are made of or is the dream once again over?
2: The suspense must be killing you. It must be killing all of you.
1: I I don't know which which clip to hover over with the mouse. I don't know which way it's going to (laughs) go.
2: Chorus hands just like shaking over the control. Maybe I wouldn't put this song on a a heavy rotation um, as far as Van Halen songs go. Uh, like if I made a playlist and this song was on there, would I give it the one spin? Sure. Uh, depending on my mood, uh, would I give it another spin? Like, uh, if it was just all on repeat, like I'm at a party or something, or just, I'm at my house, just listening to Van Halen tunes on a loop. Uh, would I give this one another go? I don't know. Again, that would depend on mood. However, this is not bad. This is not a bad song. This is, uh, it's, I didn't expect it to go in the way that it did go. I think Robert was correct. I think I was, I was going to be pleasantly surprised by it. And I was because just from a musical standpoint, it's diff it's, it's a little bit different than you would uh, you would hear from really any of Van Halen's repertoire. I mean, they've got some songs that are obviously Blues heavy. They uh, they have songs that are just heavy in content and material, whether um they're intentionally going for that or not. It you know irrelevant, but I mean it's not. This is not within your usual uh catacomb, so to speak, of of what you would find with Van Halen's songs. And I appreciate that. I also appreciate that this is probably the best I've ever seen as far as uh Gary's lyrics, and I'm and I I mean that across the board uh gary's got some good lyrics in his uh in his catalog be it extreme or what have you uh this is probably some of the best i've seen from him again uh i i it sounds like maybe he wrote this prior to the music coming together for it or maybe the music inspired him to write it immediately and he knew he just knew right away like aha i know what i'm gonna say uh i i here it is regardless uh everything fits. There's probably a plethora of reasons why this song probably shouldn't work, but it does. Uh right on down to the the blues jam, uh the sort of <laughs> uh combination of of he- hard rock and blues that Eddie incorporates so well. Him and Alex both just sort of having themselves like a little jam, but yet not straying so far that it takes you out of the song, out of its structure entirely. It had something to say and uh I think that statement was look what the only down part is as what Corey said earlier is like, what could have been like, this could have been a whole new, uh, maybe they intended a whole new chapter for the band. They could have taken the band in a whole new direction. Just following this template. Would it have been what people wanted to hear? Maybe not everybody, but I mean, no, as we've learned, nobody wanted to hear Sammy Hagar sing for Van Halen and Look what he did with that band, you know. Look look what they all did. Uh so all that to say, I am pleasantly surprised. Uh I, I did not really find anything about this song with the exception of the 365 that I did not <laughs> really enjoy. I I liked basically everything about this. Could it have been shorter? Sure, but I also feel like if you made it shorter, it would sort of take away the the ambiance of what they were trying to do here. So I say leave it as is. If you got yourself some time and uh, you just want a good blues riff, that's also a blues song that's also heavy and also is is something familiar because Van Halen has been around for forever. I would encourage everyone, maybe don't spin the whole album, but spin year to the day. It is a good song. Therefore, that is why it is what dreams are made of. A clean sweep for a Van Halen three track. Holy shit. Mark it down in your calendars that that never happens. It never happens. It hasn't happened. I don't think, uh, except for, uh, without you, I think that was the last time Corey and I both upvoted. Uh, for for a Van Halen three track, so I I also uploaded. That? That's why I love you, which was a bonus track off of Van Halen three. You didn't like it, but I did. I did not. Yeah, it, that's that's why I say the the both of us at least uh y- giving it both the thumbs up, and then of course Robert uh adding that as well, and uh and you're right, you're and, and I I like to be proven wrong when it's for a a good reason. So so thank you for proving me wrong and thinking that uh, this was going to be just another shit fest. This was not a shit fest, and I'm. Very happy about that. There it is. Another one down. Uh, We're almost done with Van Halen 3. But I'll tell you, I am now very still cautiously, but still going. I'm going into these last tracks. Very optimistically, much more optimistic than I have been uh, in the past with this album. So uh, if we if we got uh, something to look forward to in terms of uh, similar vein with these last two songs, I'll be very happy. And if not, then, well, there you have it. Tell you what, one Uh, I want is one that Gary called out as
1: being a a standout for him. So mm -hmm. that's one we haven't covered yet.
2: Well, I should hope so. I'll, 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 take his word for it until I don't, but uh, look, let's, we'll, but again, I'm, I'm going to be very uh, optimistic about that approach. So whenever we spin it, uh, I'll remember that. Um, oh, Mark, oh, you know what that time. music
1: means? It's I time. Do. How many times did Van Halen play year to the day? It's more than one. So oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with Robert, my new best friend, the guy who said I was right twice. Uh, we're going to go to you first, uh, good sir. How many times do you think Van Halen played Year to the Day live in concert?
5: I'm trying to think about how many shows were on that tour. They went they went all over the world on that tour. They did Australia. Yep. They did they did uh, Asia. They came back to the States. Started in
1: New Zealand. Yep. Yeah. So oh, wow. I'm going to say 70. 70 times. All right. Mark Kamire, how many times do you think Van Halen played Year to the Day? Seventy-five times. Seventy-five. <laughs> like a, you both danced around the actual number, but we do have a winner, and it's my new best friend Robert Cato. He actually Ooh. played this song seventy-two times. Oh no! <laughs> Come on.
2: I almost said seventy. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey,
2: Robert said seventy. You could have I mean, gone yeah, seventy-one. He, I know he he took it, and I was just like, I, okay, surely maybe it's a few more than that, but <laughs> seventy-two. Oh, that's
1: crazy. Yeah, started in New Zealand, ended in Japan. I think they played it pretty much every show uh, on that tour. Yeah, uh, it was nestled right in between
2: "Somebody Get Me a Doctor" and the guitar solo. So, wow, well, good stuff. There you go. That's awesome. Um, well, I mean, good because again, if they're going to tour on this album, and uh, that's one of your. Uh, you know diamonds in the rough as it were at least in my opinion then yeah you should play it you should play it every show play it as many times as you want uh don't and it's van halen so you don't have to worry about because it's a kind of a slower song it's a heavier song so you think uh well we don't want to kill the crowd's mood you know throwing this you know in the middle of the set but no no no. when you're van halen you can play whatever the hell you want and the crowd's gonna be in like they, they paid enough for the ticket they're probably watching you for what two hours play whatever you want uh but definitely if you're going to tour on the, on this particular album play this song so that uh that's that's good to hear another edition of mark loses a game again yes that's <laughs> that's why uh that's why we play it that's Corey gets a sick thrill out of watching me just completely just, <laughs> just... That, that had to be one of the
5: closer ones though that was yes uh. yeah Feel I only
2: did it because I, I didn't. I didn't have a single guess whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> you you had mentioned you had mentioned Robert. I kind of cheated a little because you had mentioned that they had played this on their tours. So like, okay, so they've got at least a, a tour's worth yep. of playing this track. And then when you, you said seventy, like, yeah, I'm just gonna uh, sw- go for, swing for the fences and say just a little bit more than that. And nope, not just not there, just not there. It, it, but, it's a good guess.
1: You got to figure, you know, thirty at least in North America. Then you got Europe uh-huh. and you got Japan and. You throw in Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. You're looking between 70, 80 shows.
2: It's a math game. And I was told there'd be no math on this podcast. So, you know, it's just kind of. Now you're sounding like Mariano. (laughs) Oh God. Don't say that. Um, (laughs) On that note. That's the show. We've done it. We've we've gotten through it. Uh it was a actually a very pleasant uh show and I'm very happy about that. I did not, did not want to end the evening uh on a on a low note. So uh so thank you Robert for uh, for letting us know that we we were in for a surprise. I'm very happy about that and Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for your patience. I know it took us a while, but here you are. You got on the show. Uh, not the song you manifested, but a song you were into, nonetheless. So, uh, thank you so much. No,
5: thanks for having me, and I'm truly honored. And there's a slot open later. I'll be happy to come on again.
2: Well, there. Perfect. I tell you, we've we've got a live show coming up, and uh, with live shows, any typically anything goes. So there's okay. there's no no telling what may happen. So. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. And that goes for you too, listeners. Uh, The uh, end of May, I believe, uh, is what we're shooting for. Uh, So we, I'm sure, will have some tweets out, some Facebook posts, something to let you know ahead of time. But that is on the way. You're hearing it here first. Corey, could you please let the people know where they can find the show and where they can find the like-minded shows in the network that we're a part of? Absolutely. You can find us at
1: www.podcastallrock.com. Uh, there's a link to uh, all of our socials, our Patreon, uh, merch, all that kind of stuff. You can find their past episodes. Uh, go check us out there. We're uh, at Rock on all your favorite uh, social media platforms, as long as they're Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, that's pretty much the only places we're active right now. But of course you can find us. Uh, on our patreon which is also a podcast will rock uh go ahead uh, don't shed it here find it here that's right for you uh for for pennies a day uh you can help feed mark Meyer, and i can't think of a a more noble cause uh than that so please uh, consider giving what you can uh, as soon as you can and of course we are a part of the deep dive podcast network uh tons of great shows on there you're guaranteed to find something you like let's run through the list real quick Myself, John Mariano, and Scott Haskins do a little show called Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. John and I also do a show called Backtracks Steam Music, talking everything music and movies. This past week was the aforementioned uh, Furniture, brilliant mind for the movie Some Kind of Wonderful with Kevin Brown. Uh, You can also check out Scott Haskins at Uriah Heap, The Magician's Podcast, Nate and John at The Deep Purple Podcast, who were just – actually, Nate was just on uh, Pot of Thunder uh, this week, so definitely check that one out. Uh, They did a Queens of the Stone Age song, so – that's a must listen. Uh, the simple man at Skinnerd reconsidered. Terry T Bone Mathley at T Bone's Prime cuts on the other side. Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul Joe and David at In the Lap of the Pods. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge. Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Madman, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast. Ben and Sam at universally speaking the red hot chili peppers podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas priest cast clay and riot North by South podcast. That's American music versus Canadian music. That's a lot of fun. Greg and Jonathan that so far, so pod. So what talking all things, Megadeth, Kevin Brown at the Tom Petty project. And with his good buddy, Randy woods doing seaside pod review, talking all things queen. Uh, then we have Quinn at And volume for all Savnick, Nick, Steve and Mark at the rock roulette podcast, And Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu. And also check out our good buddies, Sean Geek and Fast Fred at the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast. You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast, the DLR cast, the bogus Oda show, Pod of Thunder, of course, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, Booked on Rock with Eric Senich and our good friends
2: at Dissect That Film. That's right. Yeah. Be on the lookout for the, the new uh, ZZ top podcast that Corey will be hosting because you know, he, give me all your podding. I'm ready. He is is ready to do it. Uh, Corey Morissette presents the deep dive podcasting network because he's just taking it over one pod (laughs) at a time. That is just the way he rolls you're just you're, you're seriously you're just you're just gonna at the network's just gonna be you on all these shows eventually or just shows that you create so uh uh, uh producer extraordinaire and podcaster uh to the highest level he is indeed give him some love everyone uh, and if you feel like it you can find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram uh at rose of sharon band uh, a tribute to kill switch engage in nashville if you're into that sort of thing uh on the lookout we've got some summer shows coming on the on on the horizon i will be posting about those uh on my socials. so you know get a good look at it uh robert anything you want to promote plug uh, any socials anything the floor is yours
5: Uh, i i literally created a twitter account just so i could vote on the songs so (laughs) mainly for you guys but i do have an instagram it's rvk 5150 just personal stuff i play a little guitar and family type stuff so yeah, sure. Anyone want to come on board? That's that's uh, there's a good Van Halen network on, on Instagram of people that are big fans and guitar players and such.
2: So it's, it's, it's fun. Oh yeah. Awesome stuff, man. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for your patience. Uh Well, hopefully we'll get you back on uh during a live show or something. So very much, please stay tuned for that. Uh And it goes to all of you, all of you listeners. Thank you so much for your continued support uh, uh, your contributions, uh, especially our Patreon members. Thank you so much. Uh, like I say, if you want to hear us do more, if you want to hear Corey, just absolutely just spend his life completely on the, uh, the airwaves of, uh, podcasting, uh, you can do that. There's a tier for it. I'm sure because it'll keep him so busy. (laughs) And, uh, but look, if the money's right, we'll, uh, we'll talk about whatever you want. So head on over to our Patreon, find a tier that's right for you. I guarantee you we'll have something that is right up your alley. Once again, we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later.